<laughs> What's happening, man? Hey, what what the timer say on your side? I'm curious. I don't know. I was just sitting here waiting for you to talk. <laughs> we have a time of issues, guys. We'll get it straightened out, though. I'm telling you, it's weird, man. It's, I'm watching it on my computer where where it's where it's happening, and it says like 39 seconds. I look down on Facebook where it's broadcast, and it's like 17 seconds. I'm like, hold up, how is how is it faster? If anything, it should be slower here, you know? Right. Uh, hey guys, good evening. Uh, Cannon here. Got old faithful Dan down in the corner. Sure. Got the one and only Tony Thornton down Tony below us. What's happening, Tony? Hey guys, glad to be here. Thank you. Uh, we get hey man, away real quick, man. We get this out the way. Don't forget, like our Facebook page, My Fence Life. Uh, if you got a show topic you want to hear, go to myfencelife.com. We got a little form you can fill out and say, hey, I want to learn about this. I want to hear about this. If we don't know about it, we'll find out about it. Or we'll get somebody like this guy that knows about it. Um, we've got uh, five different podcast platforms you can find us on. And, of course, go like our YouTube channel. We'd appreciate it. We're just trying to help everybody, and we're learning as we do as we help. So, all right, that's out the way. Hey, <laughs> I, like, I like it. I like it. Hey, so um, it's been a heck of a fence day. I hope you guys have had a good one. Um, I feel like, Dan, we're taking the easy route, but I think we're taking the important route. Fence tech is right around the freaking corner. And I yeah. think that's exactly what we need to talk about. And I'm going to be the first one to spill the beans. I'm freaking pumped. I'm freaking excited. I'm like a kid waiting on Christmas. <laughs> and I just can't wait for freaking fence tech. And look, I want to tell everybody. When you see me there, I want you to say, hey, welcome to your first Fence Tech. This is my first time being at Fence Tech. And so I'm all in on this episode. I want to hear everything there is to know <laughs> about Fence Tech. What do I wear? What time should I show up? What kind of food is there? Uh, am I, are my feet going to hurt? Is there places to sit and hang out? What, what is it? You all know? the above. So, I'm, all wearing, the above. I'm, wearing my, I'm wearing my Mark Olsen attire. I'll have flip-flops on. And I'll have a stuffed cat with me. Walking around. Oh, oh y'all, 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 stroking <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't so let's know. talk about fence tech. Dan, that's down in your neck of the woods, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, it's located at the. Uh, I got some notes here, fellas. Uh, the Ernest Morial Convention Center down in New Orleans, right on the river, man. It's right next to the River Walk. Plenty of shopping for the. For the wives and the ladies and uh, the kids, great the Riverwalk's a great place to go. It's within walking distance of the uh, the convention center where we're going to be at. Um, uh, they also um, we were look. Well, I was doing some research today, so it's happening in 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 Hall E is where the uh, convention's happening. So if you're wanting to get to it. You, it's on Convention Center Boulevard, but it's between Calliope Street and uh, Gagne Street. I'm going to post that in the comments so guys will have it, but it'll give you a good idea of where you're going. Um, if you got a taking an Uber and you're trying to get there, and you say, "Hey, man, give me the Calliope and Convention Center Boulevard." You know, give me the Halloween and those, those Uber drivers will get you there. You know, so it's a it's a great spot. Uh, Dylan and I, we've been fortunate enough. We got an Airbnb literally 
we can walk out our Airbnb and turn the corner of the building and see the entrance. So we're going to be real close. And uh, we're going to have a good time, man. I got uh, old Benji with Clever Fox Online. He's going to be hanging out with us all week in our Airbnb. He's does all our marketing and website and stuff. So we'll have him. And we're actually going down Saturday. I'm making a long weekend, taking uh, Pepper <laughs> down there. And we're going to hang out for the weekend and do the Super Bowl and all that stuff. And, Dan, I, I hear that you're the uh, official – uh, the fence king is the official tour guide. No. Of fence tank this year. No, I don't want to be a tour guide. I, yeah. <laughs> I've had my fair hey, so let's, let's Bourbon Street and all that. Let's talk about it from Mr. Thornton's perspective. Are you not supposed to be busy right now? This is what, 12, 12 how many days away? 14, dude, 14 days. I'm telling you, you know, it, it's all hands on right now. I don't know how you have time to talk to somebody. <sighs> Well, well, I guess as right you now. can see, I'm I'm on my easy couch at home. Um, I will tell you, the first year that I did a fence tech was back in 2014, Las Vegas. I uh, just mm. took this job, and uh, I've told people this story. Don't think that fear is not a motivator because I said, okay, they hired me on January one. Fence tech's probably going to be a flop on you know uh, end of February. I'm going to be fired in March. But uh, lo and behold, we pulled it off. We made it happen. Uh, but we was putting in 16 and 18 hours a day for about, you know, 45 days there to make sure that thing went off. But uh, we've got this down to a science now. we got a great staff. Uh, Y'all know Alexa at our office and a lot of the other staff members. Uh, they they understand and they got a good handle on everything that we've got to do to make an event like this happen. Uh, a lot of people don't know the back side of making a show like this successful when you're coordinating all the exhibitors and all the contracts and all the venues and all the registration challenges that you have. And uh, it's, it's, um, it's interesting to say the least for sure. So give us a 60 second spiel. What is fence tech? Like give us, you've got 60 seconds. You're on an elevator. You just met some fence guys and you know, Fence tech is 14 days away, and you want them to be there. What do you say? How do you sell it? Uh, first thing I say is you can't afford not to be there. Fence tech is the oh, wow. absolute best place that you're going to meet and greet. Wholesalers, other like-minded individuals, you're going to rub elbows with those people. You're going to get to know people. That's what networking is all about. Uh, so, you know, I've used this, this, this term a lot. You know, you can't afford not to be there simply because if you miss it, uh, somebody else is going to get something uh, out of it that that you're not. And I think that that's the most important piece. The education is is important for the first two days prior to the exhibit. You know, it's fun to walk the exhibits, but man, the education is absolutely unbelievable. So Tony, the exhibits, when are they going to be, the floor, when is it going to be open? What days? All right. So uh, Tuesday and Wednesday is education, but on Wednesday at one o'clock, the show floor opens and we're open from one to five on that, on that, Wednesday afternoon. We started this format a half a day Wednesday, full day Thursday, which will be 10 to 5 or 10 to 6 on Thursday. And then we again from 10 till about 2 or 3 on uh, Friday. So you basically got a half a day, a full day, and three quarters of a day uh, to, to walk the exhibits and to go shake hands and get to know your, your manufacturers, suppliers, and, and others. Well, I'll tell you, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Yes, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll tell you what I'm doing, man. Uh, Wednesday, Dylan is going to be taking the uh, operation manager school test. Uh, Zach 
is going to be taking it also. He went to the school in Dallas and yeah, he didn't, he didn't pass, so he's gonna he's gonna hit it up this time. He's <laughs> gonna, gonna retake. There you go. Yeah, I don't, hey, I don't care. As long as he's trying, I'm happy. You know. Amen. Um, yep. So our plan is this, man: is I'm shutting down my my whole company Thursday, and everyone that works for me, my entire team, we're gonna be there. And I want my guys, my crew leaders, my my fence installers. I want them walking the floors, saying, "Man." We need that. You know how much time that would save me? Hey, I think this would work, whatever the case might be. Um, so I'm going to have them out scouting. And I told Dylan, I said, Dylan, I don't I don't want to walk the floor with you. Go. Go. <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. do the same thing. And then I'm hoping on Friday um, our goal is him and I get together and say, hey, we want to go to this booth, this booth, this booth, this booth. I'm looking for ideas, man. I'm looking to come out of there. I mean, just think how long ago I would have had my salesman if I would have went there however many years ago. Exactly. No, I think you got the right idea. You know, I mean, I've been going to fence tech since I was early 20s. Matter of fact, the first fence tech that I ever attended is it was in New Orleans. Of course, at the time I was working with, the, you know, Jeff Coat Fence Company there in Pearl, Mississippi. So that was an easy trek. But we did exactly what you just said, man. We shut the operation down and we took all of our employees and they came back so motivated, so excited because they saw that, you know, our industry um, was much larger than they ever expected or, 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 you know, what they see on a daily basis. Um, and and I, I always did exactly what you uh, just said is I'll go do a survey, you know, and I'll see what the new things are and I'll kind of meet and greet some new people. But on Friday, I go back and I have specific conversations on particular products or things that I saw that intrigued me or I needed to negotiate, uh, you know, uh, before I left the, uh, the facility. So uh, you're doing the right thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing when I was up in uh, – where was I at? Where's uh, Matt Warner at? Mm. Yeah. Nebraska, Nebraska. I was up in Nebraska, man. They had a couple tables set up there, and if it wouldn't have been for me meeting John Ball with Ball Fabrics, there you I go. I, I wouldn't have my yard wrapped with my brand, you know, the privacy screen. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I knew privacy screen was out there, but when I talked to John there, he's like, "Look, you know, for uh, for companies like you, if they order privacy screen branded for their personal yards, they cut. We cut y'all a deal." I'm like, "What?" Oh, this is this is a no-brainer. We doing this? Yeah, yeah. John, and his team's great folks, and uh, you know, I, I tell everybody in the fencing industry, whether it's fence tech or a regional event or an event like Matt and his team put on, or Ken and, and they did up the on the roads. It's all about the networking. It's meeting new people. It's getting to know those individuals to where you can pick up the phone and talk to them and, and building relationships. That's what fence tech is all about. Yeah. But, so. Uh, I've got a couple of like kind of specific questions. Sure. Uh, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we we hear the exhibits are open. My first question: How big is the exhibit space? Like, how much uh, <laughs> is it? Like walking around Walmart, walking around Home Depot. Like, what are we thinking? Uh, yeah, you, you you ever been uh, you ever been to a super Walmart? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, times at like four. Okay. Um, wow. You know, we're talking about. 253 exhibitors this year, and, um, it, you know, it's just 
it's all compact, but yet all the aisles are 10 foot wide and all the booths are lined up. And I mean, when you talk about the overall space, uh, you know, when you've been to convention centers, you've been to big uh, ballrooms, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the biggest show in the fence industry, you know. I mean, that, that's right. basically what it amounts to. So, are there new vendors every yes. year? Yes, there, there's always something absolutely. New. Okay. So you don't even for you. There's there's a new element. Absolutely, uh, that's the exciting part for me is to see the new companies that are entering our industry with new technologies, new techniques. Uh, you know, we get used. I'm, I'm an old school guy. Y'all heard me say that before. You know, been in this for 45 plus years. You know, I'm setting my ways. I do it this way. But when a new product or a new, uh, you know, technique on how to do and make life easier for the fence installers, man, I'm all over it. I'm the guy that's there saying, tell me how this works. Show me what's going on because, you know, I get to go tell somebody else. Uh, so, yeah, we see new vendors every year. Ken, Dylan uh, and I went on yeah. the website for the AFA and we looked at the floor plan. And I looked at Dylan, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's going to take two days to walk this. I mean, it's <laughs> it will. Ooh, if you take your time, time, it will. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen that. Can we, uh, that's on, do you have to log in to get to this? No, just go to uh, www.americanfenceassociation.com uh, or go to fencetech.com. And then there's a show floor, uh, you know, uh, a button Can there. Let's or go see, you can't get it on your computer screen, man. You when, you plug, when, you, when you tap on it, it'll pull up the whole show floor. And the yeah. nice thing about it is if you take your uh, cursor and you go over this 10 by 10 or this 30 by 30 booth, it'll tell you who's in that booth. And it also has a list on the left-hand side there. Man, okay. So, whoo, I'm getting pumped. So, let me ask you this. Dan, you've not been to, to, to Fence Tech, right? No, I've never been. I was going to go in Nashville, but it got canceled. Tony decided he didn't want to do it, so we didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't blame that on me. That was Nashville all the way. I, I, was, right, so, I, I was the biggest cheerleader up until the point they called me and says, guess what? This is not happening. <laughs> all right, so so I got I mean, I got so many questions. I said I had a few. Let's just, let's just I'm going to run do through it. this. Let's I'm do just, it. My brain it just ticks. All right, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday's exhibits. We have classes on Tuesday and, and Monday? Wednesday. Well, so we, we do Tuesday two Wednesday. schools at, at Fence Tech each year, okay? We mm -hmm. do the Gate Automation Design School, which is a day-and-a-half class, plus you can take the certification, and we have the Sales Training School. We only do Sales Training School at Fence Tech each year, and um, uh, I think the, the, the report that I got yesterday on the Design School, we've got over 50 people registered for that. And the sales training school, I think we had 20 registered for that. So uh, uh, those are two schools starting on Monday. So you got Monday, Tuesday, a peaceable day on Wednesday. And then all day Tuesday and a half a day Wednesday up until 1 o'clock, you have what we call just education seminars or education sessions that's anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And, again, you go to that mm. website, fencetech.com, and up in the top corner it's got a button that says Schedule. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got it pulled up on my little laptop right here. But, Ken, I mean, I know being a first-timer, you know, if you go take advantage of some of these education, um, you know, programs, first of all, we got a great motivational speaker named Dave Davlin that's going to be there. And he's got a great story. And that'll just kind of get the day started on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. 
But we have a gate operator session working with meters. So those individuals that need to figure out all the bells and whistles that a, that a meter will allow you to do for electronics um, want to sell and retain more clients in 2022. That's another session. We've got a great panel called Women in, Women in Fencing. We started this now these are and these sessions, just to be clear, they some of these are coinciding with these other two classes you mentioned. Yes. A lot of this is running concurrent. So as okay. a business owner, you got to choose like Where? those three that I just mentioned. They're all from 945 to 1115. Okay. So there's three or four things going on at the same time. But we try to set it up to where a business owner or an installer or a technician could kind of pick and choose, especially someone like Dan is gonna take his whole crew down there, you know. He could send one person here, two people there, whatever, and kind of spread the wealth. So it's a great way to uh, make that happen. Now, those, those uh, educational classes, are they something you have to sign up for, pay for, or what? Yeah, go ahead and pre-register. That way, you know, just everything's set up and ready to go. You do that on the website as well. But, of course, when you get there, uh, if y'all saw my video yesterday, I misspoke. I said, we have 200 people that walk up. We have almost 2000 people that walk up every year. Uh, but if you go ahead and pre-register, tell us where you want to be, your badge is ready for you when you show up. And, you know, it's got an attendee uh, 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 code on it to where you just go get scanned and go to these education sessions. Uh, you know, they're in that Tuesday and Wednesday time frame. And what are those educational classes? Uh, did it cost anything or what? I think there's a small fee for non-members, uh, but if you, I think everybody should be past the early bird. I think there's a real small fee, Dan. I mean, I don't even know right off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Um, shame on me, but it's a very small fee, if any. What? Hey, I got enrolled in the in the, the what's it called, GADS or CAD? GADS. So you're Gads. going to the school, I'm in so that. Gate Automation Design School. And my uh, and my bride is going to the sales school. Oh, good. Okay, so y'all gonna be y'all are gonna be on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday in those classes. Yeah. So you know, and look, I just want to put a I want to put a plug in for it real fast. Uh, look, this girl can sell, and she needs to teach this class. Hey, <laughs> but anyways, I, I'm just putting it out there. Hey, you know, Chris, I know you're on the way out. Chris but, uh, so here's sense, the deal. Man. You know, no, it that that's the sweet thing about this sales training school. It doesn't tell you how to sell a fence. I've always said this. It teaches you how to sell ice, uh, excuse me, ice to an Eskimo. It just teaches oh, wow. you the, the the techniques and how to read people and understand that, you know, there's personalities and when to push the button, when to ask for the clothes. It's a pretty amazing, uh, you know, uh, school. It's different than most people would ever imagine. We don't te teach you how to sell fence. We just teach you how to sell. Who's teaching, right. I like Who, who's teaching that class? Do you know? Oh, man, I don't even have the list in front of me. I, I have been so focused on all this protocol stuff and trying to keep people organized and everything. I, I honestly, we, we, we did. I made that decision two months ago, man. That, that I forgot it after that. <laughs> I'll get online and look at it because my sales guy, I'm gonna, if he's not in that yeah. operational manager school or taking that test, you know, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, there's, uh, there's a couple of real good sessions. Uh, one is uh, how to retain your best employees. I think that that's one of the best pro, uh, you know, sessions that we have. Uh, I started a program called Efficiencies Equal Profitability several years ago, and that's one of our, our, our biggest attendants where we talk about efficiency in sales, operations, and, and installation, and uh, that's been overwhelmingly successful. And then others are you know, motivating and finding new employees, which everybody's got a challenge with. 
Um, you got gate operator sessions, telephone entry sessions, meter uh, sessions, uh, you know, uh, how to make a profit. I mean, that's what we're in the game for, right? So, again, yeah. there's something for everybody if you go, go look at that schedule. <laughs> hey, uh, this is kind of like the more I hear, you ever been to one of those restaurants and you got the menu in front of you? <laughs> And you're just you're just looking at this thing. It's like, man, I don't know if I want a, I don't know if I want a hamburger. I don't know if I want the baby back ribs. I don't know if I want the uh, the steak. I don't know if I want the shrimp. You know, that's kind of what this is like. You you because you can't do it all. It's because it's overlapping. You can't. You can't. So so uh, uh, Ken plugged in says me and Pat Bailey are teaching that sales training school. So there's your instructors right there, Dano. Ken okay. who? Ken Throckmorton. Oh, I'm gonna need a refund. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat Bailey, Pat Bailey, uh, and Ken's been doing it for a number of years. I can't, I can't, uh, I, I guess it's been about four years now that they've been doing it. So, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know who Pat Bailey. I'll get you know, Pat can be a male or a female. Pat, it, Pat's a male, man? he's an old boy he's from okay. Alabama. Don't he's talk, a, uh, Saturday, don't talk uh, Alabama Saturday. football or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah Saturday Night Live, uh, with the Pat. <laughs> Yeah, Pat Bailey is. Uh, he was the president of the Gulf Coast chapter, and I think he just that just swipped, swapped up or something. So I don't think yep. he's the president anymore. But yeah, uh, hey, let's uh, let's. Sorry, you know, I wanted to mention something, man. I was Dylan and I were flipping through Fence Tech and AFA and looking at everything. I found something that was really uh, intriguing that y'all do a mission day where. Y'all link up with a uh, charity in the, in the local area, and I'm, I'm not sure what that's all about, but I think y'all hooked up with the Ronald McDonald House here in New Orleans. Dan, it was uh, 10 years ago that we made the commitment to do a mission with the Ronald McDonald House and every venue that we go to that had a fence tech. Now, there are some uh, large uh, municipalities that doesn't have a Ronald McDonald. We would find a secondary charity to be able to support. Uh, but we've gone into Ronald McDonald and we provided house cleaning uh, installation like down at New Orleans. We're actually installing 175 foot of wood fence uh, in one day. Uh, old fence being taken out, new fence going in. Uh, there will be people that will be, you know, cleaning up outside. Typically, um, you know, without COVID uh, re requirements, you know, we'd be inside. We'd be scrubbing cabinets you know, feeding uh, the young people that's there that's unfortunately having to go through what they're going through and the parents that are having to deal with it. You know, um, we play games with the kids and we just kind of give them a, a, you know, just a refresh look other than just what they're dealing with on a daily basis. But it's been very heartwarming for those that, that um, you know, get the uh, uh, mission event, uh, do the mission event, uh, but we get more out of it than they do. I promise you, those that go and do the work. Well, then the thing is, is the same day, what is that? I think that's Wednesday. And that same yeah. night, you got a kickoff party. So, yeah. Oh, uh, look, man, we, you know, Wednesday and Thursday is our two big days with all these things going on. But you're right. Mission event is from 11 to 2 on, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, and then we've got our keynote that morning from 11 to 12. So, you know, if you went to the mission, you're going to miss the keynote. Ross Bernstein spoke at our event several years ago, powerful speaker. And uh, y'all will enjoy that if you were to come to that. The kickoff party is six to nine uh, that night. And that that's basically 
uh, let's get together and have a good time. Uh, we usually have a band and uh, plenty of food, uh, you know, a lot of things going on there. There's another networking opportunity and those type things. And then you got the young fish professionals. They meet away from the kickoff party somewhere else, right? Yep, young fence professionals. We've got over 350 young professionals signed up to go to that event. Uh, that's sponsored by D&D Technology and Homeland Vinyl this year. And uh, it, it's at, you can probably remember what I said it beach, was. Uh, beach said, on Bourbon. Yeah, Beach on Bourbon. Uh, but, again, 350-plus young people is going to be there. The reason we started YFP, Young Fence Professionals, years ago was to get the input from our younger generation that says, you know, how does – how does our industry need to look? How does AFA need to react? And what can we do differently that will help you as a business owner or a second generation or just a, a young, you know, professional entering uh, the, uh, the uh, industry? So uh, YFP, unfortunately, over the last two years has kind of been put on the back burner due to COVID and not being able to get together. But uh, this is the largest number of pre-registered uh, young fence professionals that we've had at any event in the last four years. Really, really excited about this. Wait, wait till you get all these young guys. Wait, Ken, wait till you get all these young guys in the beach on bourbon. They got a big old whale that you ride in there like a like a bucking uh, Bronco. They got a big old whale in there. <laughs> what is what is the definition of a young? Uh, you know, age is age is right here. Age is in the is mind, it, but if you want to put a number on it, we say thirty five and below. You know. Uh, people talk to me about being 60 all the time. Heck, man, I'm still 19 in my head. You know, my body tells me different. But, you know, young fence professionals, uh, you know, typically, you know, up to about 30, 35, uh, you know, th those are the ones that's entering our industry. Uh, again, you know, maybe a second or third generation, you know, uh, a kid that's following in their, their parents' footsteps. But look at how many manufacturers and suppliers are hiring, you know, college grads, high school grads, trade school people, you know, and, and again, they need to have a, a place to go and engage, network, get to know others, because it, it's a shame that you two guys haven't been to Fence Tech, because if you had gone 20 years ago, when you go back, that's the perfect opportunity to network with people that you met 20 years ago that you may only see one time every year. I'm hoping oh, the uh, we'll, we'll have to lock the doors, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so um, the young fence professionals, is that a uh, is that something you gotta sign yeah, up? Yeah, you just pre-register because we need to know how many head count is gonna go to uh, to that venue because it's an off-site venue. It sounds like to me Cannon's trying to get in on that. How old are you, Cannon? Thirty-four. I got. I got. If I'm gonna do it, I, I do it. it. I'm next year. You old hump, dude. Yep. And I can. Yep. I can see. I, I can see it. The the it, you see the wheels turning, man. He hey, was over there going. I done wrote it down. I done wrote FYP on my paper four times. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I got to look into. I that. can tell you but honestly. I got I told somebody earlier today. They said, "You think I can do this and I can do that?" I said, "Yeah, you know somebody. Come on, we'll make it happen." So if you want to go to the YFP event. Be one of the old guys in there. You can go. I'll make it happen. <laughs> is, is there who, who's um, is there somebody like heading that up? Is there somebody that's uh, that's their that's their program? Well, it's it's it. We typically have a chair each year, and uh, this year um, is uh, I'm looking at the young lady. I'm sorry. Um, I know who she is. I know who you're talking about. I saw her. Yeah. 
I'm looking at her. I know exactly. Kevin's daughter. Morton will know. He'll probably I, type it in here in just a minute. Owns Firehouse Fence up in Indiana. Uh, yeah. Stephanie. Stephanie. So, look. Stephanie. So, so she's a Stephanie. Stephanie yeah. Roberts. There you go, Dano. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie Roberts is our AFP chairman this year. And our and uh, I don't know if you guys have met our staff member Taylor Pack, but uh, she's one of those young professionals, and she's kind of been heading it up and, and spearheading that from the office standpoint. I ain't never seen Dan remember somebody's <laughs> name. Well, I'm, I'm rough with names too. I'm rough with names. Hey, look now. Part of the, I don't know. I've got a. I got like a heart for the young guy, man. Uh, Tony, I talked to you earlier today, and I told you. I said, "How many fence guys you talked to today?" He's like, "Man, I was on the phone with four fence guys for four hours." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that's me. Like, all day." But I like it, man. There's a, I'm a young guy, but you know, there's a lot of guys that just they need a little help. I'm the same way, man. I'm the same that's, way. I've got a heart. I've got a heart for it, man. That's something that I would have a. I think an interest or passion for uh, you know down the road. So absolutely, yeah, we went out, we went out to I, dinner I, the other night, and Pepper was like, uh, "You know, you don't have to talk about fence. You can stop talking about fence right now." Mm -hmm. I know it's just empty, man. You know that's life. I mean, I remember when my dad we used to my dad used to do engineering work, and he used to lay out the telephone poles and the power poles along the interstate. Did a lot of work down in New Orleans, matter of fact, Dan. But every time we'd get on the interstate, you know, as a young kid, he'd be looking at these power poles and these light poles. And my mom would say, what are you doing? He says, well, that's, that's, that makes our living right there, you know. So as I was growing up in the fence industry, just like you guys, if you go into a new part of town or you go into a new town, what are you doing? You're looking at all the fence. I mean, you're looking and you're saying, oh, my gosh. Or, yeah, that's great. I get it. I get that's it. That's what I told him. I said, fence is paying for this dinner tonight, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, do we have a minute to catch up on some comments? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. <clears throat> Start at the top here. Uh, Dan, we got your boy here, Dylan. Is he still with you? Francis, or is he gone? Uh, I, got, I got a confession to make. So I didn't remember Stephanie's name. Dylan thing? was like, Stephanie, Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, he's right here. He's right next There's to There's the reason we got young okay. people right. in the industry right so there. Here okay. What's up, Dylan? I good job, bro. Good job. Yeah. I was really surprised. I was like, they never remember people. I don't. <laughs> I tried playing it off. I tried. <laughs> hey, we got Billy Grove. Uh, hey, Billy says he loves the intro. Billy, I'm curious. Is it is it the countdown or is it Dan's formality? Uh, I'm curious. So I appreciate you saying that. Definitely not. We got Josh Rand. Tony, uh, you and I was with Josh a couple weeks ago. Josh yeah. is from Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Aloha Fitz. There you uh, go. Aloha from Aloha from the States, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it. He also says a specific hi to Tony. Then you got Alex Harris. You on the phone with him today, huh? Yeah, Alex from Fences Unlimited, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. What's up, Alex? He's from Fenton Unlimited? Fenton Unlimited. <laughs> I've been giving a hard time. I always say Fences Unlimited, but I do it on purpose. Uh, so, yeah, fencing is his real name. He always corrects me, so. We got Ken Thoughtboard. Ken says they have a ribbon for me. Uh, is that is that true, Tony? Is there a first time? Yes, sir. Ribbon? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. I get a ribbon too. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna get you a crown, Dan. There'll be a ribbon. That's right. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, Shaw King, uh, Fence Tech 2022. 20, I was uh, 
I kind of I kind of can see a, a chrome hard hat in my future. Uh, <laughs> about 14, 15. Oh man, that was right? awesome. Well, we uh, what Sean pulled off in uh, Salt Lake City for us when we did that competition. Uh, that was so much fun. I. Uh, so Sean, I've been following his uh, TikTok here recently, and he is doing a, a test, uh, not to cause a big dispute, but like he he took he took uh, two vinyl posts, two wood posts, some chain link posts. I don't know vinyl posts, wood posts. Aluminum Did you see posts. it, Dan? Yeah, yeah. He uh, he went ahead. He's and comparing the concrete. Yeah. He drive packed them a couple weeks ago, or a week a week ago, and he's going to let them set for three weeks. And he's going to video pulling them out the ground and seeing how they react. <clears throat> and then he's going to have the post at Fence Tech so you can see compared to mix and drive pack how hard the concrete is. He's wrote, he wrote names on the post. It's like Tony, Steve, Mark, Brad. <laughs> you put names on well, it. This is yeah. cool. Here, here's the funny thing, man. Anybody that that, that that wants to believe, they already believe in it. Like this is, a you know, we we're, they would get it. Here, here's the thing. I know, I know exactly where Sean's coming from. You will make a video out of the pureness of your heart and in full transparency, and it's very clear. Like, hey, look, I've got a can here. This is aluminum, and I can, I can crunch it. And people will say, "Well, you were only able to do that because you're in West Tennessee or whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the crazy. atmosphere is less dense, so it was easier for you. Yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> It don't matter what you man. Look, I make videos, and like it doesn't matter how clear and transparent you are. Somebody, well, man, there's an agenda that you're trying to push here. I'm not pushing agenda. Like you know, I I mean, Cannon, you heard this the other week when we were um, up in Kentucky. You know, Sean and I've had hours of conversation on, you know, this topic. At the end of the day, as long as it meets ASTM, you pick your preference. Okay. You like Ram, you like Chevy, you like Ford, you like dry set, you like dry pack, you, I like wet set, you know. I don't I like driving. I mean, pick out what you want as long as it meets ASTM, it doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> and look, people think that Sean is like this dry packing fanatic, and he is like one of the biggest, you know, uh promoters, speakers of it. But like more more importantly, he just doesn't he likes to 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 to, to prove he, like he he is a very data driven Tony, you know this he's a data driven yeah. yep uh scientific like well that's oh you don't think so well, let's 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 let's, let's get this can open and see how human there it you is go. you know what there I mean? you oh, go. Mark Walter did a did a video with flip-flops on and they tore him apart because he wore flip-flops. I mean that's it people that's it. So, wait, we got so they got man. Chris Cornelius, right? He's a yep. He's a, he's with Fencing Unlimited, right? Yep. Yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Met those guys. I've Birmingham, only, Alabama. I've only seen them on Facebook, and uh, Cannon was on the phone with him the night before we got on, so I heard him on speakerphone. So can't wait to meet those guys. Um, hey, something special about Birmingham I want to shout out is is home to the northernmost Buckies. What do y'all know about Bucky's, the gas station? Yeah. You live in Texas. You know what Bucky's is. 100 gas pumps. <laughs> yeah. Texas, Texas is something. I didn't know if it was in your part of the Texas or not. But you know what Bucky's is, huh? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Bucky's. Look, guys, we stopped at Bucky's the other day for the first time. We were on North Carolina, Florida. <laughs> Listen. And honestly, we 
Look, we actually put it in our phone. We were in Tampa Bay, Florida. There was a, a Bucky's in like south of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, is that the one the name that town is? Well, we went to we, listen, Dan. You listen, went to the one it's crazy now. We went to both of them, bro. <laughs> so from Tampa, Florida, we're trying to get back to Tennessee, and we're like, all right, Tampa, Florida. We type in our GPS, Medina, Tennessee, and you know how you can put a also like go this yeah. way to get there. Oh yeah, take us to Bucky's, please. You know, <laughs> we got in our GPS as we leave Tampa Bay, uh, seven hours and twelve minutes to Bucky's. All right, great. You know, let's do it. Yeah, and so we it was like a destination point, and we went and we loved it. And listen, we get like we're driving Kristen's car, so we had like thirty two dollars in gas, not much at all. We went inside and spent three hundred and seventy four dollars inside this gas station. It's at like it, it's nine it's, o'clock at night. It's, <laughs> it's like a, a Cabela's Bass Pro Shop, yes. chills, everything in one, including food. And you know, you said a hundred gas pumps, Dan. I mean, you walk in the restroom, you got a hundred urinals too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I got a buddy of mine. Every time we go to Florida, we travel down I ten east, and it's somewhere in Alabama, the Gulf Port. I don't know, maybe it's past that. Orange Beach or something like that. Um, he wants to stop and get a pulled pork barbecue sandwich, and he can't pass the goddamn place up. He wants no. We got to stop. That's I'm it. like, man, I got to use the bathroom. Oh, Bucky's is just a couple more exits up. You got to wait. That's right. That's right. He wants that right. sandwich. Listen, clean his bathroom. We got blankets on our. Yep. We didn't upgraded the the blankets in our living room on our couch. They're all Bucky. We got two different Bucky's. There you go. There you go. We got we got Bucky's pajamas. Why? It's something crazy, man. It's special. But listen, it was so great. It was so great that once we left the one, it was Macon. Was it Macon, Georgia? Somebody tell me. Somebody knows. Somebody. I think there. that's right. Yeah, Macon, Georgia. So yeah. we left that one, uh, and once you once you get there, whatever the interstate or whatever it is, you turn left. <laughs> you can go towards Alabama, and then you come north to Jackson or Medina. Well, listen. Oh, that just so happens to be one three hours more down the road in Leeds, Alabama, right outside of Birmingham. Oh. We need to stop there as well, right? So we stopped there, and we spent like another seventy-four dollars at midnight. I, at midnight. I believe it. I believe it. I went in there. I got freaking. They had sweet, sweet, and 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 spicy pecans. You ever heard of that? It's freaking awesome. They had chocolate covered uh, espresso beans. Freaking awesome. <laughs> we talking about buggies. We talking about fencing. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the candy. I'm store, a fan. There you go. There you go. Hey, look at this. Matt Warner. He said, Did Tony say scared you or scheduled? He's always picking <laughs> on me. <laughs> Love you, brother. <laughs> All right. Ken Throckmorton, uh, him and Pat Bailey's teaching the class. Uh, right. Casey Odom. I'm not sure who this person is, but hey, he's here. Uh, that's a guy that's been in my uh, inbox, man. So he just okay. hit me up and I'm like, Hey, uh, I can't talk. I'm on, I'm on live right now. So he's got a. Uh, He's got a CRM that he's pushing, so he's trying to. Oh, okay. He's going to let me do a trial basis, a three-month trial basis on it, and it's supposed to be pretty. Joe Joe Migliera Megler uses it, so I'm interested in. I want to check it out. Uh, Here's Alex Harris, uh, Fencing Unlimited, uh, of Bucky's Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama. (laughs) Bucky's Uh, Alabama. 
Uh, Dylan is, is, is vouching for, for Ken Thoughtmore. He's an all right guy. Don't get your money back. Ken. There you go. Uh, Ken, there you go. I like it. Uh, he also knew the name and the last name, Stephanie Roberts. Good job, Ken. Chris Steele. Chris Steele. Hey, man. Oh, hey, look, Chris. Oh, look at there. Guys still fencing. There you go. There you go. Uh, hey, Tony, you're a Mississippi boy. Yes, sir. Does that not look like the old Miss logo? That's exactly what it looks like. First time I saw it, I said it looks like it. Sure did. It does. Yep. A little hack job. I know it looks familiar. Hotty toddy. That's exactly what it is, ain't it? Yes. Us LSU fans call it old piss. There you go. I won't tell you what old Miss fans call it, but moving on, Fitch Tech. Oh man, are you a bulldog or a rebel, Tony? You man, I got to be a rebel. My daughter graduated from there, so you know. Uh, okay, they got your money. They got the money. They got you. They call it LSU, yeah. Tony. Our our daughter uh, our daughter graduated from there and uh, got a lot of close friends up from there. But of course, everybody in my family's a, a bulldog fan, so that that's another reason I need to be an Ole Miss fan. So yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Old Miss is a great country, man. Beautiful place. It is. Beautiful. Hey, I hate to jump down, but hey. I want to make sure we answer Josh Rand's question. Jump down there below I Alex. We've it. had a lot of Alex. Go down to Josh Rand. See what his question is there. How many people How many people typically go to fence take each year? And where is the next fence take? That's a great question. Man, so here's the deal, Josh. Uh I've been executive director for eight years with the American Fence Association. In the last six years, we've averaged 4,200 total attendees. That's our average, okay? Uh, one year be just shy, you know, of uh, 4,000. One year it'd be a little bit above. But 4,200 over the last six years is what we usually put through the door. And, um, you know, this wow. year, uh, if y'all saw my video, we've already got 2,400 plus pre-registered. Uh, typically we have about 2000 to walk up. Let's just throw that number in half because of the protocols and the people wow. just don't want to be there. That's a thousand. So you're looking at a minimum of 3000, 3000, four, 500 people there at a minimum. So this is going to be a great show. And, uh, again, I think I put it in my video this week too. We got 235 exhibitors that's on that show floor and uh, we need to show up and support those guys because without those guys, you know, we wouldn't have a fence tech. We wouldn't be able to come together as a mm -hmm. as a as a professional industry and be able to showcase what these guys are doing. Um, you know, second part of that question is where are we the next few years? Not only are we going uh, Oklahoma City, a lot of people say why Oklahoma City. Here's why: they've got a phenomenal downtown area. It's as close as you're going to get to a Nashville slash. Um, uh, San Antonio, because they got a river walk than you've ever seen. Brand new facility, brand new hotels. You guys are absolutely going to be blown away with Oklahoma City. That's going to be February 28th through March the 3rd of 2023. So that's next year, Josh. And then we're back in Nashville, okay? You know, that's going to be a quick drive for, for uh, Cannon there. But uh, Nashville, uh, late January 2024. And real quick, 25, Salt Lake City. 26, Long Beach, California, 27, back to Phoenix, uh, 28, to Orlando. We finally got that worked out with Orlando last couple of weeks. 
and then we're going to be back in Salt Lake City in 2029. So that's the lineup. That's where we're going to be the next seven pitch decks. Uh, so, you know, we're looking forward to each and every one of those. A lot of West Coast, huh? Yeah. Hey, Tony, I appreciate y'all giving Nashville a little do Man, you know, when they canceled on us last year, we were fortunate to say, okay, it's not our fault, it's not your fault. We were able to get our money back and make a new commitment, and the first and earliest commitment was 2024, so we're right back in there. Of course, Nashville was one of our best attended fence techs uh, in my eight years of being executive director. It's, it was over the top. Well, Tennessee, the center of the United States, probably a little more accessible for people on the East Coast, and, you know, West Coast. So, yeah, it's just a good place to be, man. <laughs> hey, uh, so what if you just want to? Uh, uh, so what if you just want to drop in? I, I've gotten a few vendors um, sending me offers, like a, a free pass. To okay, the so. Is it yeah. Just for no. Okay. So all the exhibitors have what we call, you know, attendee passes. So let's just take your favorite, you know, vendor, your favorite wholesaler, whatever that may be. They have the opportunity to extend to you an invitation that allows you to get a badge and come into the show floor under their invite. Okay. So, you know, if you, if you buy from a wholesaler, you buy from a manufacturer and they've got an invite or go ask them for an invite and they can send it to you in the, in uh, in an email, and then they can you know uh, you can have that link and go ahead and register and or take that information with you to walk up and uh, your badge badge will be printed and you'll go in. It's just an exhibit floor badge only. You know, it's no training, it's no sessions, it's no education. It's just go visit, go see everybody. Man, you got any questions? No, no, man. I'm, I'm just listening. Hey, uh, I don't know who Chris McCormick is. That's what I was going to show you, man. Chris McCormick, he's he's the guy from True. Uh, you're talking about a CRM, man. This is a CRM. It's a CRM on steroids. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one that um, King's working with. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. All right. Um, uh, no, uh, I got bigger news, guys. Joe Ever says they just announced that they're getting a bucket. <laughs> That's pretty big news. Well, you want to know what's better? Kristen is in the comments. Said currently in my Bucky's pajama pants. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I got my Bucky's briefs on. So, like, uh, I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's a cult. It's a thing, you, guys, guys. you guys have fallen into a cult. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tony. So, hey, a, a few more questions, man. Let's just let's, let's, uh, I want to know for sure. How many organized dinners are there? Like, how many? If I get there on Monday, how many nights am I am I coordinating my own uh, like dinner arrangements? Uh, is that every night? Every uh, night, right. every, every night, unless you have purchased a ticket for the um, uh, breakfast. We have what we call a leadership breakfast on Thursday morning. This is where we recognize all the leadership and all the work that they've done, and uh, that's a ticketed event. Uh, it's uh, about a two-hour uh, program. Uh, in, in the morning there on Thursday. And then Thursday night, we have what we call awards dinner. Now, this is where our professionals, what we call our pro awards, all of our pro award winners will be, uh, uh, you know, recognized. They'll get their nice plaques. They'll get their pictures made. The unique thing about both of those events is we're doing two years cancellation last year because there were some winners. 
and, and leadership changes. So we're recognizing two years of leadership and we're recognizing two years of pro awards, uh, you know, and we need more and more pro awards submittals. We need, you know, the, the fence Kings and the, and the, and the Jackson fences to submit, you know, projects to where we can make sure that, you know, we get enough people to, you know, see these professionals that are doing the work and everything. But those are the, those are two ticketed events, Cannon. You know, Cannon, I'm thinking about this awards dinner. I'm wondering I'm wondering if Dan and Cannon are gonna be best like since podcast or something. I don't want an award. I, I just like to host the damn thing. I wanna get up there. <laughs> I know Joe Evans is watching. I, just, I wanna I wanna be the guy. Yeah. I want to host the show. I'm like, hey guys, there's so many good, having a pretty good time so down here. Fence shows, I can't. I got more fence podcasts. I listen to all them guys. I'm telling and Will you, and Mark Olson and Joe, and it's crazy. Hey guys, I'm 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 gonna make a plug along that line if you don't mind, Dan. You know, y'all have heard me say many a time. I'm one of the old school guys, and in my early career, trying to get information or sharing information with each other was like pulling teeth. You might as well take a two before and beat that guy upside the head. That whole attitude has changed because of this younger generation. It's, it's changed because of you guys. It's changed because of Joe and Mark and Luke and, and Ken and all these guys that are out there. Uh, Sean, you know, that's reaching out and say, and Matt that's reaching out and saying, man, we want to help. We want to be there for you. Um, we're, we're more of a giving industry now than we've absolutely ever been. And I think that that is unbelievable. I, I, I just want to praise everybody that's doing that because used to, I, I tell this story all the time. Oh, I got a special way to do it. I got a secret that nobody else knows. No, you don't. Okay. You may think you do, but you got the same problem that Joe has over there. Same problem that Sam has down there, and you don't have any special antidote to do anything better. Learn together, share together, grow together. And I think that we've done more of that for the in the last several years than, than we ever did in my my 30 plus years of being in this industry. So I just want to tag along on what you just said, Dan. We got a I lot of positive impact people out there right now that's unbelievable. I can't tell you how many times uh I've copied and pasted a comment of Josh Glover's because his comments are, you know, this long on your phone. He writes a book. But, and he'll joke about it. He'll call me and he's like, oh, I was going to comment on your post, but I figured I'd just call you because I didn't want to write a book. There you but go. There you, you go. I can't tell you how many times I've guys like that. I'm like, man, that's that's awesome. That's how you pay a sale. Like, yeah. That's how you do that? Copy, paste, and sticking in my notes. Uh, something I would have never known, man. And I know 20, 20 yeah. plus years ago, you know, the fence guys, we didn't even talk when we were at the supply house. No. Didn't even look at no. Don't even look that oh, that's, that's my competition. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with it, you know. Yeah. I, I just cool. love the, the whole change in in what, what what's happening right now, and I'm excited about it. It's going to continue working. Hey, I, I haven't added anything to, to this conversation, so I just want to be clear about that. If you pay attention and, and watch it back, I'm like, hey, I've never been to Fence Tech. I'm freaking excited about it. You know what? People will call me tomorrow and be like, hey, man, uh, how do I get signed up for this uh, class at Fence Tech? Like, bro, did you, did you not watch it? I don't know either, you know? But <laughs> <laughs> I learned, you know, just by talking about it, uh, what do they call it? Like a conduit. You know, we're, we become a conduit of yeah. information. 
you know. I don't really yeah. have anything to bring to the table or add, you know. Uh, but I learned just by being me, you know. Hey, but I do want to make a plug because Tommy made a plug. I want to make a plug about my TikTok account, guys. Uh, if you will follow me on TikTok, it's it's. Uh, I don't even say at. I think it's at. You know, sign. Jackson Fence Co. C O. If you will follow me, look, man. I don't know what's happened, but I made this uh, video with Sean King about ten months ago, and I just posted it, and everybody likes it. And now I've got people in my inbox saying, "Hey, man, tell me about this. Hey, man, can you show me how to do this? Hey, man, can you show me?" Yeah, I'll make another video. Then I'll make another video. Hey. Everybody's like, hey, that's a freaking great video. Can you show me what kind of nails that you've used? Uh, yeah, I'll make a video about my nails. You know what I mean? So I'm having a, a fun time right now on TikTok. And he's like, you know, so about this TikTok. And he's like a fiend. <laughs> it's bad. Look, I'm, I sit a, I, I'm sitting here chuckling because a good friend of mine asked me yesterday, did I have an Instagram account? I said, what is that? You know, I mean, I, I do good. I, I do good to figure out Facebook. My mom actually had Facebook before I did. And that's honest, good as true. She was keeping up with our grandkids, you know, because we, we were they were all moved away. But at the end of the day, I'm a Facebook guy, you know, and I try to try to stay out there along that line. But here I am. I signed up for Instagram yesterday, so I don't know where that's going to take me. Hey, I told, I, told you, trouble, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, you know, TikTok might as well be talk tick. I don't know the difference. So, uh, you know, we'll have to figure that out later. <laughs> I, you, you, look, 10, 10 years ago, you know, people were learning stuff. 20 years ago, people were learning stuff from like uh, Wikipedia. 30 years ago, they were using the encyclopedia. Okay. 10 years ago, they were like, oh, I, I learned how to do this on YouTube. This is today, true. today, people are learning how to tighten ratchet straps on TikTok. People this are is, learning how to dig a hole on TikTok. This is, I'm going to take a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get on my soapbox here. I'm going to get on my soapbox. Let me say something here. I just got through going to this program called Leadership Jackson. It's the Chamber of Commerce in Jackson, Tennessee. It's a great program, phenomenal program. But look, it is so antiquated and old school. This is what we did. We would go to this class, and for eight hours, we would listen to eight different speakers stand in front of us and give a PowerPoint, a 60-minute PowerPoint. You know how boring and uninformative that is when we live in a world where we are spreading information in 30 and 60-second intervals, you know? But that's that's how much technology and, and, and the way that we communicate has changed. Hey, look, uh, Mr. And Tony, I hope you don't have a PowerPoint prepared for uh, Fence Tech. If you do, roll with it. I'm I'm full, you know. I'm probably king, dude. I ain't rock and roll with that. <laughs> but no joke, man. Like that, uh, that technology was was great when I was in the third grade. Like no joke. Now, if you want to communicate a message to to, to to an audience, hey, a thirty to sixty second TikTok is the way to do it. And I had a speaker tell us, and I, I will never forget this. But people give these hour long speeches, and I got to give a speech tomorrow at the Rotary Club. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to wink it. I'm excited <laughs> about it. But he said. Some of the best speeches in history were, were seven minutes or less, like Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream. It was like four minutes. Nobody thinks about that. Abraham Lincoln's uh, The Gettysburg Address was like seven minutes. Some of the most famous things in the history of time happened in, in just minutes, you know? And here we are living in a world of TikTok where 30 seconds, 60 seconds is what matters. You this know? is true. This is Can't true. I 
I got a chat on our crew app because we run we run the entire inner works of inner communication of the business through through the crew app. And we have a chat in the crew app called Tips and Tricks. And if the guys on TikTok or somewhere and they see a video of something that can help us or show us a different right. way to do something, be more productive, they save it and post it in that chat. So we got them right there. Scroll through them. That's right. You know, it works really well. So hey, TikTok is everything right now. Hey, look, Shaw King, I'm coming, man. I'm coming. Shaw King has a damn three million uh view video. That's my goal is to have a four million view video. I've said it out loud. There you go. <laughs> well, guys, it's 730. It's been I love Sean. It's been uh, an hour already. Sorry. Hey guys, it's been a pleasure being here. I appreciate y'all plugging Fence Tech, you know, getting the word out. Uh, it's going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys and everybody that's, that says that they're going to be down. Uh, you know, this will be my last Fence Tech as Executive Director of the American Fence Association. It's kind of ironic that, you know, my first Fence Tech was, you know, back in my early 20s in New Orleans. And here, my last as Executive Director will be you know, in New Orleans. Uh, so it's, it, you know, it's kind of ironic that that's going down that way, but uh, looking forward to seeing everybody. And uh, man, again, I just appreciate you guys, you know, uh, putting it out there. Well, good, man. Tony, uh, Tony. Yeah. You're a freaking heck of a man. And I got a feeling that somehow we're going to retire your number. Like you're going <laughs> to go down in the hall of fame. So. I hear you, my brother. I appreciate it. All right, man. We have a good one. Right. Hey, thanks guys. We'll see y'all yeah, next week. Have a nice.